0: Hi guys, and welcome to the latest episode of Africa Sports Unified. Firstly, thank you so much for your feedback on the previous podcast. If you haven't listened to it, please find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Uh, We really, really love the feedback. Um, It's been great. But today we're going to do something slightly different. This episode is just going to be a conversation with a good friend of mine called Cynthia Mumbo. Cynthia was in London in October Receiving an award at the Leaders Business Week. She won an award for being one of the 40 under 40 leaders, which basically celebrates people doing great things under the age of 40 in sport. And Cynthia won an award. It was great to meet her, it was great to actually understand what she's doing, talk about her passions. So, in this episode, we'll cover her sports agency, her love of basketball corruption that goes on in kenya um the opportunities that exist in kenya governance issues i mean it's going to be a great episode guys so please enjoy once again let us know your thoughts leave us a comment interact with us and yeah guys i hope you enjoy and just to note there is a bit of background noise and that's because of just where we were just to give you a heads up but once again guys that's enough of me Hope you enjoy the conversation with Cynthia Mamba. Um, Cynthia, finally, it's great to meet you. Uh, we've been in conversation for God knows how long now. Um, first came across Cynthia, I think you posted something on LinkedIn. Uh, I think about the sports dynamic or sports spinners in Kenya. And at that time, I was just starting to like, gather content on sport in Africa. And I was like, yep, this is a person I need to get in contact with. Yeah. And finally... We meet face-to-face after God knows how long. I mean, I'll let, I'll let you explain why you're in London, but Cynthia, please introduce yourself, what you're doing here, what you guys do in general.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm pretty excited. So that was in 2016 when I wrote about um, you know, the sporting landscape in yeah. Kenya, and which is a reflection of you know, most of Africa yeah. outside South Africa uh, and uh, most of Northern Africa. Um, so Cynthia Mumbo, my, that's my name, um, from Nairobi, Kenya uh born and bred um very proud african yeah um well i'm in london because uh i just received the uh, leaders under 40 award first african woman to, brilliant yeah she
0: sounds humble but that's, that's <laughs> a big 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 deal big yeah deal.
1: so um i'm extremely 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 honored and you know humbled to yeah. you know kind of get into that space uh the, ki- the the guys that i was being you know awarded alongside are really big names yeah um we had a representative from formula one yeah. we had somebody from the nba we yeah. had you know someone from um, LA clippers i mean i'm talking really big guys here yeah, big brands big yeah names. and considering we're a startup and you know they can you you, you know the leaders team mm. looked at us and said hey um, this is genuine. This is awesome. Whatever they're doing makes absolute sense, um, yeah. and, and and rewarded me for that. I'm, I'm 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 very humbled.
0: So how how did you get the award? Is it like a did you have to apply or did they literally reach out to you? How did how did it work? Um, so
1: my colleague Grace, um, yeah. she applied. Okay, uh, and um, <laughs> I, 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 it was very funny because uh th- They were so excited when when they saw the nomination, yeah. and they kept writing back to Grace they're like, "Excuse me, give us more information excuse us <laughs> you know uh, and I told grace okay grace um i'll I'll give you the information yeah. they're looking for, I think I know what they're looking for, and, and I sat down and helped her with, uh, with really? the nomination and uh well, here I am, in London. I yeah. haven't been since I
0: was seven. Really? Are you enjoying yeah. it over
1: here? I'm moving here. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I, I, I could live here when, when the sun is up. Yeah. I think summer is a good time to yeah. kind of stay here. Um, but I love Nairobi. Yeah. I love... I love um, it's home. Yeah, it's home. Um, and my heart is 900% yeah. at home. I want to be able to positively yeah. influence, uh, you know, the generation yeah. that's coming up and... Get them to believe that we can create solutions mm. back at
0: home. Mm. Yeah. So, um so yeah. At the moment, we're based. We're in London, and the leaders was throughout the whole week, right? But you actually got your award. Was it on Monday?
1: On Tuesday night. Tuesday so, night. Yeah. Monday. I was at the Excess Women's yeah. uh, event. Oh, that's at Chelsea stanford Bridge, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I was at stanford Bridge from Monday night all the way till yesterday. So wow. it's been, uh, dude. I'm an Arsenal fan. But, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter when you come. You know, we consume a lot of the English Premier League, yeah. so you know, just having access to the the the, the stadium. I even mm. took pictures of the grass, man. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little star right now. Everyone at home is like you. Stamford Bridge, man. Right? Yeah. yeah, my mom's my mom's a Chelsea fan, so oh, that's um, good. She's all like, "Yeah, so you went to my club before?" You went to yours, <laughs> but I, I have to visit the Emirates before I get back home. Now I'm, sure you, will. I'm yeah. sure you will. Yeah. So,
0: so how was the experience actually on Tuesday at the awards? How was that? Obviously, first African woman not to be nominated, but obviously to win an award. Yeah. How was it in terms of the experience? In terms of diversity or lack of diversity? How was it?
1: Well, I have to be honest yeah. i was the only black woman on that platform mm. um, no actually there was another lady from duke yeah um but the only African. yeah uh, and very proud to represent the continent um, you know essentially sports is very big in yeah. in uh, europe and it's very big in in america uh, talent wise Africa is number one I yep. mean, let, let's let's just be honest about it it's just not organised in, in in a kind of way that's commercially viable mm. so um, Tuesday night was really really great to you know be amongst all these um, you know great people yeah. with great attitudes you know very open to understanding you know what I'm doing or what yeah. we're doing back at home um, you know it it was an eye opener um, I have to be honest uh maybe 70 80 percent maybe more yeah. or it's middle-aged white men yeah uh so diversity is definitely a conversation mm. uh it's a conversation for me not a topic yeah it's not a topic where i don't think we are a topic whether we're women yes. or you know LBGTQ or yeah. um, or you know black people yeah it's not a topic it's uh it's an ongoing conversation it's an ongoing concern um and i think people need to kind of be open to the different cultures that guys are coming from uh and not necessarily i have one black guy or i have two black people who are doing this it's really your environment is different and your experience is different how do we kind of collaborate Mm. with you and you know get the conversation
0: yeah yeah And and i think also um this this may be wrong but brands are realizing where where things are moving towards you know younger, more urban well we describe it as urban over here anyway, mm-hmm. in London. And they, and they don't know how to get there themselves so they're trying to employ people who understand that background more to help them mm-hmm. tap into that market and also yeah. engage with their audience and stuff like that. Yeah. That could be a bad way for it to for them to bring in diversity in mm-hmm. where it comes, but It is like, what I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean,
1: um the world has changed tremendously. So yeah. we were having a conversation earlier and I was talking to you about Um, how Africa moved from zero to digital. Yeah. So we didn't really have landlines or whatever. Jumping past the analog stage. Yeah, my son wants to be a YouTuber and I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? But that's a conversation that his age mates are all having. You know, all these young guys say, they don't
0: know know the difference between
1: black and white. Yeah,
0: yeah. They don't, they they see past that.
1: Yeah, they live in a global world where... um, they 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 have access to anyone mm. literally on the planet so as long as this guy's from Malaysia and he's online he can speak with my son from yeah. Nairobi and the guy in Malaysia doesn't look at my my son and say oh you African guy No, he yeah. says hey dude what's up exactly. you know they have a hey dude conversation
0: yeah
1: uh, and that is across the board whether it's American or yeah and that's that's a younger generation yeah. but then there's there's us, and then there's in between us and yeah. after us. Where yeah. so there's this whole mix of very different, mm-hmm. you know, ways of life. Where you know, my my parents grew up yeah. when we were just uh, getting out of colonization. Yeah. So the way they they look at the world is very different very from the different. way I look at the world. Where yeah. I'm I'm a little bit more exposed, and my son is completely <laughs> exposed. Like he he doesn't see it. Yeah. So it, it's 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 an interesting you mm-hmm. know kind of conversation. And brands are. Um, now being led by a lot of people who are like me and you. Yeah, know, this yeah. kind of age group where, yes, we're a little bit more exposed, but then the top, top leadership is like my parents, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's such a really difficult balance of what's going on in the world. What <laughs> um, But I think in the in the, in the long term um, there'll sort of be a flat kind of yeah. you know world where it doesn't matter where you're from, you, you, you can achieve what you want to achieve.
0: Yep, hopefully... Well, the sooner that day comes, the better. Oh yeah! But mm-hmm. at least we're starting. Honestly, this this award is it's huge. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah. Um. So obviously you've won that award. So tell us a bit more about your agency. Um, what you guys do back home in Nairobi? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, give us a bit of information because I know we were talking previously about that. But if you want to explain that further, what oh. you guys do?
1: Right. So. um... We're, we're, we're focused on creating sports solutions. I know that sounds... Sports very, Connect Africa, right? Yes. Sports Connect Africa. Guys, check it out. Check them out online. Yeah. Um, so Sports Connect Africa is, you know, we're, we're focused on sports solutions, um, for Africa. Yeah. Um, I have a very strong background in marketing and corporate. I've worked in the corporate industry and, uh, you know, different corporate companies in, mm-hmm. in Kenya. Uh, in marketing over the last, I would say, 12, 13 years. And, um, you know, I I realised my love for sport. I, I've always wanted to be where I am right now, by yeah. the way. Um, my love for sport didn't take me to where I wanted to go as an athlete. Uh, and I ended up looking for work. What sport? You, so you used to play,
0: play basketball. sport? Basketball. Oh, yes, of course.
1: Yeah, so I played basketball. Still do when I get...
0: Yeah. I, saw, I saw a picture of you training with your son. That's, that's
1: cute. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was laughing at me. I was holding my knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't get to where I wanted to get to as, as, as an athlete. And yeah. so I promised myself that I'd create opportunities mm-hmm. for other young people um, through the different, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, through a different, you know, a, a different platform yeah I'm very fascinated about what the NBA is doing in America I'm very yeah. fascinated about the English Premier League yeah. I'm very yeah. fascinated about you know all these international brands doing great things but they're not doing great things uh, in Africa yeah um, and um, you know just being in a space where I understand the back office of sports so I created the agency so that I can be able to be part of the discussion and the solution providers mm for you know brands and for sporting organizations uh, and also just to be an influencer around um, creating i would say um, a platform where we can empower young minds to get into
0: sports and sports business yeah yeah um we're going to come on to because i know you mentioned mba i know you do a lot with them but we're going to come into that bit (coughs) later on but how is the how is it actually working obviously in Nairobi and Africa what's it like how is the market there? is it a fast pace is it slow do people not fully understand what sports can bring I mean what we were just talking about earlier on about um, um, the Kenyan FA saying come to the game for, for, for free the Kenyan government sorry Kenyan not government the mean, FA.
1: not the FA um, look sports is social in Africa yeah uh, nine hundred maybe percent, I don't know. Uh, but funny thing is that we consume commercial sports from everywhere else. Yeah. So my brother wakes up at four AM in the morning to watch the NBA and yeah. he's bought the NBA League Pass. He literally has. Right? And there's tons of Kenyans and Africans who've bought yeah. the League Pass. He spent money on the League Pass to access the NBA. Free I have to say that very clearly. Um, pay for DSTV to watch DSTV yeah. then to watch Super Sport, to watch the English Premier League to watch Arsenal to watch Manu, U whatever um, um, guys pay guys spend money over the weekends when there's a big football match in England or the World Cup mm-hmm. or the Olympics or whatever they spend money to sit in a pub with their friends yeah. to experience what they're seeing on TV they spend money but we're not spending money to consume what is local. So when the sports minister wakes up and says, Ah I was in Ethiopia and there were sixty thousand people in that stadium, we have to bring sixty thousand people in the Kenyan stadium but it's free. I I don't have a job.
0: Yeah.
1: I then do not have a job. Yeah. Because what that means is we've devalued sports so that anytime there's anything around sports, Kenyans look at you and say, why should I pay for it? The government says it's free. Mm. And they did that with um, the, the youth games. I'm all for you know, subsidizing the cost so that people can come and see. Uh, but then we have to spend resources behind convincing people that it's yeah. okay to pay for sport. And you yeah. know the government has a strong voice. So if they're going to say that we want to influence the sporting culture in Kenya or in Uganda or in Tanzania or wherever then they have to realize that for them to create opportunities for young people to work in this industry, they cannot They cannot say that an event is free. Yeah. You cannot have 60,000 people... If, if they were paying 100 shillings, that would be $600,000, yeah. which uh, by any other standards might not be so much, but in an African setting, when you're starting out, $600,000 will pay your coach, will pay for the venue, we will we'll create an environment that's safe for everybody yeah. and stuff like that. There's a lot of conversation going on around... Nairobi has 6 million people. You've just said that it's free. You will have Kenyans coming from Nairobi and all over coming to that stadium telling yeah. you, you said it's free, we better get in. Yeah. How do you manage that? You know, it's very populous, very unthought-out. It's. I think their heart is in the right place. We really yeah. need to have the right kind of mind advising them, telling oh, them, that, like, yeah. guys, yes, you, you do want this to happen, but you this is the you know, direction yeah. you have to take, this is the angle you have to take. And there is the long-term yeah. Uh, effect of what you're doing
0: and how does that affect sports in the long run. Yeah, exactly, because as you just saying now A, security could be an issue as well if you just tell people it's free. Trust and even, me, it's going to be an issue. And even long term as well. If from the lack of money that can be brought in, coaches don't get paid, players don't get paid, we were talking about leaving like a lasting legacy for the next generation. Yeah, If the next generation is seeing the culture of the Kenyan football team is not being paid, not just on a one-off or consistently. Yeah, that is not a good example to set for the next generation to possibly get into sports. Last week, Twitter
1: was on fire, and I know that I called out the president. I actually asked him, "Don't you have a conscience?"
0: And and I I wasn't happy. she doesn't hold back on Instagram, there she does. I mean, on Twitter, <laughs> she does not hold back.
1: <laughs> uh, and it's not being disrespectful. It's really just challenging the status quo yeah. because I look at it from the. Perspective where there's so much potential for us to do better.
0: Yeah.
1: There's so much potential for us to engage better, to give better to our young, you know, our young people, for people to create a living out of sport, um, and for every three months, guys are out there saying the national team hasn't been paid. We can't get Wanyama to come through, and we mm. have to have a conversation on Twitter for the government to listen. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way we have so much pride as kenyans we are known as the greatest sporting nation yep. in africa you know as as as, as, as athletics, athletics you know um, netball as well yeah you, you know netball athletics uh, rugby now yeah. uh, football clearly um i i you know I, I i could name everything that you know hockey whatnot we've been greatest in africa in so many of our sports volleyball the women are doing exceptionally well world, yep. world championships the other day um, but we genuinely have to really sit back and think and say, what is our sports strategy? Everybody else has caught up. In yeah. ten years ago, Uganda couldn't couldn't even come close to us in basketball. Now they're looking at us like, sorry, who are you guys? Mm. Yeah, I know that there's been a big push locally around. You know, how do we get basketball back to, together? But Rwanda, you can see that yeah, the investments. Really well. Yeah, you can see what they're doing mm-hmm. with Arsenal mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um. You look, at, uh, you look at you look at you uh, look at Angola, you look at Nigeria. Everyone's the the population is tired of uh, populations in different countries across Africa. They're tired of talking to guys and saying, guys, we we don't. Mm. We're tired of being told how we can't do stuff. Can't mm. you just organize yourselves? You yeah. know. So we we I I call out I call out guys on Twitter not because of disrespect. I look at it from guys, there's an opportunity for us to do so much more for our people, for our country, for our nations, and for the continent, Uh, but to create those environments at home. Um, All the kids I know who play football, they want to be like Wanyama, but Wanyama doesn't play at home. He plays in London, he plays in Tottenham, right? Um, Every kid wants to be like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but not everybody can come to play in Europe europe is coming down to africa to say hey there's talent here man you know well what what can we pick from here and there and there but then there'd be a bigger flow if there was a better sporting environment back yeah. at home yeah. and, and so that's what I'm, I'm very passionate about being able
0: to create so you mentioned um what strat or what do you think the strategy can be for us to put in place to help build like to make things a bit more sustainable so one um People
1: need to stop thinking short term.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody's hoping that you can make money in sport in the next three years. Preach it. Preach it. Come on. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, you know, you talked about me working with the NBA and I've, I've watched the NBA strategy in yeah. Africa over the last, I would say, eight to ten years. Um, eight years ago, I met uh, one of the most inspirational human beings I've ever met, Amadou, vice president of... Yeah. Uh, of NBA Africa, uh, and he came down, and I remember having a you know a short meeting with him, and he asked, you know, do you have data on young players in Africa <coughs> in kind Kenya? Of sorry, and I looked at him like he's not I'm like, sorry, what are you asking? <laughs> but I told him I could get you that. You yeah. know I, I, Trust me, I I live Richard Branson's way of life. Yeah. When someone tells you can you do something, you say yes, yes. even if you can't. You yeah. figure yourself out when you've gone. Right, and I I didn't have that. And I you know, we didn't understand what they were asking for at that time. Um, eight years down the line the NBA has twenty six junior NBA programs mm-hmm. in across Africa. Last week they announced that they are having an, an NBA Africa League going on and they put in, you know, a couple of presidents in their in their, in their headquarters saying, Hey, we wanna do something. I would like for us to really understand that case study and say what is it that you know yeah. What is it that they saw that other people are not seeing? Mm. Uh, and from a strategic perspective, what is it that they're doing that is not short-term? Clearly, it's not. Yeah. You know, right now, they're not telling you... They're, they're not saying that we'll start the league next week. They're saying, we've called out presidents. What's what's the biggest challenge that we have in, you know, putting together an NBA league? It's facilities, yeah. right? Uh, and so they, they, they've gone to the guys who make decisions when it comes to budgets across Africa and said, guys, we want... You because you wanted to set up a 4,000-seater facility, how about you do an 8,000-hour? We'll make sure we bring an MBA to you. How about you do this? And we'll make sure we. uh, uh, And so that's, I think, the approach that we need to look at. I think what's really critical first is to understand Africa has 54 nations. It's a lot of countries. Yeah, it's um, not one country has mentioned all, <laughs> all all countries have very different dynamics. Yeah, so, different cultures. Yeah, different cultures, different dynamics, diff- very different way of doing yeah. things. So what's gonna work in Nigeria is probably not gonna work in Kenya. What yeah. works in Kenya is not, probably not gonna work in, um, you know, in Central African Republic yeah. or whatever. What, which countries are the key critical countries? Kenya is one of them. You know, Rwanda is one of them. Um, I would say South Africa definitely. Um, Botswana, Ghana, Nigeria, yeah. and, and focus on you know making things work in those countries, but you know building slowly, the other things infrastructure is a really big deal. Um, we had our national stadium, is still under construction two years later, and it's a refurbishment. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can imagine what, you know, everyone else is looking at us yeah. like, and, and well, because the resources is more valuable for the resources to be put in other things. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a shame, really. It's a shame, uh, because we're known as a sporting nation, you know. Um, so as I said, other countries have caught up because they have sport strategies that, you know, they say in the next 10 years, this mm-hmm. is what we want to be, this is what we want to do, and it's been trickled down to the different federations yeah. and stuff. And that's, I think, the way to look at it from... The Africa perspective is to yeah. say, ten years. What do we want to do? Let's walk backwards. You might not achieve all of it, but if you achieve sixty percent, seventy percent, eighty percent, maybe even two hundred percent. I don't know, but if you have something that you're working towards, yeah. then definitely you
0: will be going towards the right direction. We spoke before as well. Again, touched on MBA, um, their strategy as well, because you spoke to you people based over here in Europe or abroad, like, same as me. They're always, they're keen to get into the market, but they just don't know, understand how to. One of the things that MBA has done, as you, as you told me actually, is um, they've actually gone to, gone to the right people to understand their culture and how things are, how things are. And have they, no, I'm not sure if it's got to the extent of them running it for them, but they've listened to the market to the audience employed people who understand that culture and they're running it out for them. That's why it's been... Well, a reason why it's well, been so successful. one of
1: the things that we do as an agency for the NBA is uh, run basketball operations. Yeah. So we literally run the league for the NBA uh, on ground. Um, I've played basketball maybe, what, 10, 15 years. I know everybody and anybody and nobody. <laughs> <laughs> basketball in Kenya, I can, you know, walk into any office or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, but also because people trust mm-hmm. me, uh, you know... The leaders awards big credibility but yeah, yeah um before getting this people knew me and of me and you know they trust that what i say is genuine yeah uh, and, and i don't i don't take that for granted by the way um but you know that's that's how to do it in africa uh, and yeah. uh, you know we're considered a poor nation i don't think we're a poor nation i, I just think our resources are not you know where they should be um the English Premier League was nothing twenty years mm-hmm. ago, um, but they had a strategy of the yeah. time, uh, and so I think that's the same way that the NBA is kind of looking at Africa and saying, "Hey, in the next ten years, you have this." Mm. Um, right now, the the, the population thirty five percent, you know, sixty five percent is under the age of thirty five years, yeah. um, uh, plus or minus, um, mm. across the continent, across the continent, and it's the only continent where has a growing youthful, yeah. you know, population <coughs> yeah. across the world. Everybody else is kind of dipping down, going up. Um, and, and so, what does that mean for for the continent? Mm. And what does that mean for the commercial yeah. discussion? There is a growing middle class. Uh, a lot of the European companies are failing uh, when they come to Africa because they come in and they want everything immediately. Mm. Um, the NBA has shown that it's an investment. So you have to invest behind the talent, you have to invest behind you know, um, b- behind the people, you have to invest behind the discussion yeah. around, around the game and everything. Um, and you have to be patient around the turnaround yeah. and the turnaround times. So I, I, I really appreciate you know, the fact that I, I could work with them and, and see that and experience that and learn from that and, and see how I can you
0: know, kind of put that into mm. what we're trying to do at Sports Connect Africa. And I also think as well, <clears throat> like, that's a stir in itself for African like, sport government bodies organisations to, you know, I was going to say wake up. Yeah, I always say wake up and realise what's around them and for them to, to be sustainable, you know. I mean, it's great, don't get me wrong, it's, comp- it's wonderful what the NBA are doing, but I think it would be good to see local... local a local organisation or something grow, build sustainability, and see the vision that's in Africa in itself, I and mean, just get get their house in order, get their house right. Because if someone does that, a local one, like it'll be great. I mean, we were discussing before, um, yeah, the EPO in Kenya, how people go to bars, spend what a thousand shillings on drinks, but they won't pay for that to attend the game. But if they, if the, for example, the KPL were to well sports players are involved now, so they're doing great things with the league, but yes, just you know sure. get everything together, build up the sport, improve the infrastructure, improve facilities at stage and where you can invite people to games. Obviously the EPL is huge, so I don't know how you're gonna do that into the fixtures and timings of kick kickoffs and whatnot, but Well, I mean start somewhere. Gorma here game versus AFC,
1: we call yeah. it the Mashabedi Derby. and Shemedi literally means in laws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the two teams come from uh, very close regions. Yeah. So one is west. They're both in Western Kenya, but then there's uh, uh, Gorma here, which is Obama country. Yeah. And then you have you know the Luyas, who are the other guys. Uh, and whenever that game is going on, it's it, it, things go crazy. Yeah. How do we replicate that? with yeah. everything yeah. Else, You know. Yeah. Um, I see so much potential. I mean, I'm always looking at the potential, mm, kind of, mm. kind of side of the opportunity. That's it's exciting. Yeah, uh, and and everyone else kind of asks me, "How did you get into it?" Or yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, we 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 have to just kind of look at things differently. Um, I was just talking to you about rugby and yeah. them signing up, you know, with um, the local with a too. local broadcaster, Bumba Bumba Sport. Uh, I'm, I'm glad, you know. Well, the, the CEO the acting CEO of um, of of Kenya Rugby is, is a lady uh, she's she's just, she's just been there a couple of maybe two three months yeah um and, and to see that kind of progress you know, progression in such a short time uh, is absolutely fabulous so yeah. they've signed a five year deal and you know grows 10% over the, over, over the, over the years um, but they are one federation mm. if other federations can get to sit down yeah. and have those kind of discussions and I think it would be great yeah um, But ultimately, it's really, guys have to understand that you can't make, you can't make it one day. It has to take time. And everyone, it it needs to start from somewhere. You'll not believe how many people reach out to me and they say, hey, Cynthia, I have an event in October. It's early September. I have an event in October. Can you help me get a sponsor? I tell them, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. We need minimum six to eight months. You need to... Invest behind how you look and whatnot. so when, you, when you're when you're going to a potential partner or when you're speaking to your potential consumers and blah, blah blah then you look some sudden way so yeah. you're not just waking up and oh cook have money
0: no cook have money for their business not yours yep. Yep. yeah 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 i think that, that goes back to um <clears throat> education I, I, in my opinion i think too for people to know okay how does it actually work you know what needs to be done like a sponsorship deal to, to in my experience anyway I get a bit of problem from people in Ghana or Western Africa oh a uh, stadium's been sold for recently I got 2.5 million dollars um, we need a investor by by X state I'm thinking doesn't work that well, way my guy that's that's not gonna happen I'm so sorry no. <laughs> that is not gonna happen like no but but the opportunity is that at the same time for people like yourself and myself to try and guide these people on how like putting certain places in place or so yep. your community is more attractive to an investor or to a brand or whatever
1: right so there's not too many of me in, in Kenya and, you know in, in Africa yeah. out of South Africa I, I think South Africa I mean South Africa is you know really, um, a really developed market yeah um, but one of the things that I'm very passionate about as you said is you know people and you know getting the right kind of mindset around sports mm-hmm. and sports business Um so somebody could come from Qatar and say, guys, I have $10 million, I want to invest in Kenya. Uh, but then they'd say, who's going to handle it? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what kind of resources are there, blah, blah, blah. And I have all these stories around um, and corruption and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things that I'm very, very passionate about, very, 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 you know, like life's purpose, I share it all the time is that we're starting up a sports business and innovation hub. Yeah. Uh, and we want to be able to bring the, the different contacts and the different people that I've met um, down to Nairobi or Lagos or wherever and, and get guys to you know we're setting up master classes mm-hmm. where people can come and just share their experiences yeah but also network and build you know relationships uh, uh, the African young populations is quite educated yeah. um, but it's linear so everybody's everybody's really got educated. yeah every, you know, they're educated but they have linear education so i have a marketing degree i have sports de- no no not sports it's that's unheard of you just saw yeah. someone you just saw someone ask me is their sports de- business degree somewhere and i'm yeah. like, mm, um, i'm still thinking how do i answer that? Uh, because no they're not they're, all those, I mean, like, most of the sports yeah, but most of the sports degrees are you know um physical stuff yeah. physical education blah 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 so um, I w- I'd love to be able to kinda, you know, create a platform where people engage. Sports is also very funny. I think if you if you look at your background, you didn't kinda have nah. yeah, again, you had a different linear yeah, <laughs> different very, group, yeah. And 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 funny is um all the guys that I met at Leaders in the last couple of days when I asked them, did you kinda just go through sports? They said, yeah. No, 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 I went here different and there industry, and there yeah. and there. and it's important to yeah. kinda have that um experience. But, you know, if we can Create a shortcut for some of these young guys mm-hmm. uh, so that they meet those of us who yeah. have had this experience. Or yeah. Put them in a room, and you know they talk and say, "Oh, I, I could actually get in there." Yeah. So you, yes, you do have a very knowledgeable population. Um,
0: But it's linear, so we need to open their minds to the possibilities around sports. And jumping off the back of that as well, um, as we're discussing, I was at a diversity conference this week at BT Sports Studios in London. Mm. And one of the key things that that we spoke about, similar to what you're saying, there needs to be not just more diversity, but it's how to get to the younger demographic and let them know that these opportunities do exist in sport you know mm-hmm. so many people get into sport through could be through media could be like me I was from law mm-hmm. marketing or whatever but people just aren't aware of the opportunities mm-hmm. so it's about going out there and getting people to explain their role how they got there and look this is this is what's available to you. It's mm-hmm. not just law, or, you know, engineering. Yeah. or and you don't
1: just have to be a banker. Exactly. Or you
0: don't have to just be, you know, uh, exactly. a construction
1: worker. You could be a construction worker in sports. Exactly. You, you know, you, you could be, you could be a marketer. You could be, you could run an agency. You could be an yep. entrepreneur. You yep, could exactly. employ other people, um, to work in sports, and and so I look at it from a perspective where there's opportunity sports is virtually untouched yeah, yeah. virtually untouched in Africa um, we just need to invest behind yeah, behind, yeah. behind the game uh, sports is very so we're competing with the rest of the world where sport is already very mm-hmm. engaged very switched on and so we have to really localise what it is that yeah. they're doing and be patient with people enough uh, to
0: create ownership so mm-hmm. that everybody kind of wants to be part of yeah, it mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and yeah and that's, that's so true to stay localised because everyone has their beginnings and it doesn't matter because quite often as you mentioned people may think short term because maybe they, they think they know what they have and also maybe looking at other markets and seeing how advanced they are sometimes it's
1: really I need to eat tonight <laughs> yeah it's true Yeah, most of the time it's I need to eat tonight and, yeah. but, the, but the other thing and you know we can't run away from this is that we have a very corrupt yeah. population not, not people uh, per se but uh, the culture Uh, you saw what a nurse did in Ghana. Yeah. Uh, And it was a Kenyan guy who was caught, and he genuinely, Mm. or at least seemed genuinely not to realize that what he had done was wrong. Because according to the African culture, if you say thank you, then give someone something, that's not corruption. The guy just said something. Thank you, you know. Um, But to be fairly honest, uh, it's, Wrong to receive gifts for work that you've done anyway, and you've been paid for anyway, yeah. or to be able to, you know, kind of twist the conversation because someone gave you something wrong. Um, so culturally, we have so much to be able to kind of connect with and learn and and
0: and, um, and unlearn, yeah, uh,
1: so that we fit into the narrative yeah. that sports
0: It's interesting, man. It's just so. It's great. There's lots of opportunities. I also want to touch on the fact that. Um, kenya amazing in athletics but it really got to me i didn't really know the reason behind it but a lot of kenyan athletes go to like middle east qatar dubai represent those countries i've done research on it before it could be because of the governance of the the governing bodies in kenya Mm -hmm. they're they're not looking after the athletes training facilities infrastructure um rio olympics i forgot I forgot her name, but she represented, was it Bahrain?
1: Yeah. I, I just want to show you something. Uh, and they, they
0: promised they promised, her, they promised her everything, a car, a house. And she was like, of course I want to represent them. That's, you could read out that. So, so Sibja just showed me a pinned tweet on her page, on her, on her Twitter page. It says, as long as athletes are not valued and sports is an avenue for administrators to, inadvertent inverted commas, eat, medals for passports will always be a reality. And that was on the 5th of February 2017. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what you're saying.
0: And I saw, I think, I'm not sure if it was the back of that tweet, but I saw a documentary. That's why I watched it. Yeah. And I was like, this is really bad. It's like, very There's bad. just no. But I see Nigerians doing that as well. Oh, no, it's terrible. Yeah.
1: Wait, we don't. I, this is personal. I don't understand why we don't love ourselves. Yeah. We, 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 we pride ourselves when our athletes win. I'm telling you. I'm wearing a Kenya yep. jersey right now. Whenever I walk into any airport on any place on this planet, I don't, <laughs> when I'm walking the street of London, I'm wearing my Kenya jacket. And I can see that people recognize that. Yeah. You know? like, they almost want to ask me, are you an yeah. athlete? Can I get an autograph? But you like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't know that face, man. Um, but yeah, there's so much pride in being what we are because that's what we know for.
0: Yeah.
1: But when you go home, no one cares. We have the world record holder for um, the, the marathon. And I can tell you if you walked in, around Nairobi... No, no. Even if they did, they, didn't, they wouldn't care because the culture doesn't value that. Yeah. Um, and he's not going to make that money if he broke the world record at home. Yeah. Um, I showed you a picture of... Uh, did I show you this? No, yeah, what picture? Um, hold on. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you know what that's kenyan's training in iten
0: sorry guys so, i wish you could you could see this sorry but she just showed me a picture again of um is it their training kenyan is it a training camp or this is a normal day of training wow. in in iten which is the home of champions you
1: have at least 100 guys training wow and this is this is just one space you could you could wait another 15 minutes and see another group of guys like this it's mad
0: Guys, I'll post a picture that she showed me. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to share
1: this with you. It's absolutely clear. So, look at this guy there.
0: Wow, at the yeah. back.
1: <laughs> yeah, and anyone here could be a world champion. Anytime we have local championships, you never have the same guy winning twice, yeah.
0: ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the talent, the competition is there, but as you said, it's just, just not valued. So, what
1: they're doing here, they are not... There's no championship at home that can yeah. pay them a quarter of what they earn running elsewhere in the world, mm. and the rest of the world, yes, well, they love seeing Kenyans, but they're tired of seeing Kenyans. Everyone's trying <laughs> to create this European <laughs> yeah. championship or yes. whatever so yeah. that they lock up Kenyans from that. Yeah. And so I'm really, you know, interested in being able to create opportunities at home that yeah. people earn something from home. And why yeah. not? Then being championed, then you know. Yeah. The, the 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 other thing is. Um, Corporates back at home, they don't tr- yeah. understand sports, so yeah, that's true. it's very difficult to go to them and say, hey guys, this is an opportunity, can yeah. you get into it? They're like, look, our business is this. Yeah. And if uh, I remember going to meet um, a certain brand some time back uh, with um, one of the guys from the NBA, and uh, we have these youth championships, the high school championships mm-hmm. back at home um, that's sponsored by a certain brand. And um whenever that championships happening, it's fantastic. They've done an amazing job, you know, they put up two new basketball courts in yeah. school and they go around what but then all you know is that it's brand X. Yeah. School championships. You can you rarely ever get to know who who won what. There's no statistics, back statistics around who did what. Mm. You don't know the players, the athletes who came out of that and blah 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 and it's it's really about the brand yeah it's not necessarily about the sport and I'm not discrediting I'm just saying that it's because they don't have sports people you know yeah. pushing the agenda behind them so you can have a balance of the brand being very happy uh, but also the sports you know moving forward and we went to see this brand with uh, with uh, the NBA and the question was so are we going to be screaming like Brand X with what they do and uh, and then we said no you're gonna yeah. associate with us because' yeah. the NBA. And they didn't sign up because of that. Because wow. yeah, the assumption was that it was gonna be about them, but it's not. Wow. And they don't understand that had they signed up, all the kids would, you know, buy into their brand because whoa, you brought the NBA to us. Mm. We associate with the NBA, it's just so cool. And they had all these other opportunities to activate and blah 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 around the brand, but
0: they, they didn't just get them. Wow.
1: Yeah. I'm experienced. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've been around yeah, yeah, yeah. wow there is there's clearly room to grow but there's lots of yeah. opportunities even been, even been still in, the, in, in discussing that yeah. um no man it's been i'm excited yeah i'm just i'm just here looking at her trophy i'm proud i'm excited um i'm thankful I'm so really what's so what's next for simply so you know, what's next for sport connect as
1: well well
0: i like to say we fail
1: forward yeah yeah well so we're we're open to learning. We're open to you know different people reach out to us if you think that there's something that we can do together. Mm-hmm. If we can, we will. If we can't, well, we'll find someone for you that yeah. you know, can work with you. Um, we're open to international brands. Um, we have an understanding of the international world and yeah. what they're trying to do, but we have a greater understanding of uh, Kenya and the greater East African region. Yeah. Hopefully, getting into more of Africa as well, and and, and we'll literally open to connect
0: inspire and empower yeah. amen africa love that yeah um simply it's been great i uh, really 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 enjoyed it um we're we'll definitely be in contact guys i hope you've enjoyed that you've been enlightened and inspired you know encouraged as well if you have any comments like drop it comments below so t- t- tell them your like social handles where can they get hold of you um, so my personal
1: handle is um C Y N. At CYN Mumbo for, uh, for uh, Twitter. Yeah. Cynthia Mumbo for Facebook. Yep. Um, you can get me on LinkedIn, which is for me. You know, for me, Twitter and LinkedIn are really yeah, the, ones the that main I, ones. The main ones. So LinkedIn is just Cynthia Mumbo, which yeah. is CYNTHIA and Mumbo is M U M B O. Um, for the organisation, you can get us on www.sportsconnectafrica.com. Um, uh, you might find that we're working on the website right now, yeah. but all the information is there um you can get us on linkedin sports connect africa uh you can get us uh on twitter as well sports connect africa yeah um and you'll find me on instagram so yeah. all my beautiful pictures <laughs> 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 on instagram i like to talk about the stories my experiences um,
0: um i am c Mumbo, so Cynthia Mumbo so yeah. on instagram you'll find us there brilliant well guys i hope you've enjoyed that and um yeah Take care and see you soon. Thank you guys very much and let's let's grow Africa. Let's build Africa. Amen to that. Look forward to it.